0: Welcome to the Anchored Voice. This is a podcast helping men to anchor life. I'm your host, Dr. Phil Tu. Welcome to the program. This episode is sponsored by Slay It Proud. My black, your black, our black is beautiful. Check out Slay It Proud on Etsy. You will find t-shirts that say, Black does not mean uneducated, criminal, less than, suspicious, or lazy. Check out their YouTube channel, Slay It Proud. Let's support them today. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Phil Two, and I'm your host of The Anchored Voice, helping men, To Anchor Life. Thank you for joining our podcast, and I just want to discuss a subject with you, uh, a subject that's important to me, and I think we can resolve some things through this. It's called the angry man. The angry man, yes, men do get angry, and we want to discuss reasons why. I'm going to discuss five reasons why men get angry. The first reason, loss of dominion loss of power, loss of control over his dominion, over his territory. I'll root it back because I'm a pastor. I like to root things back spiritually from the Bible, if you don't mind. I will root it back to the first man on earth, who I consider the first man created on earth by God's hand, um, Adam. Now, Adam was given dominion over the earth. He was given dominion over the Land, he was given dominion over the animals, uh, the birds, the fish in the sea. He named them, he built a relationship with them, and things were going good. He uh, got a wife, got married there in the Garden of Eden, and uh, even named his wife. Say, Woo man, because you were made for man. And uh, later on, her name becomes Eve. But they had a great relationship until they ate from the tree that God told them not to eat of. It was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Nothing was wrong with the tree. It's just God was putting man through the test. And God wanted to know, hey, are you going to be loyal to me? Are you going to understand uh, what I require from you so that we can have a good life here? And Adam pretty much messed up he lost his territory he lost dominion uh he lost the garden of eden so what happens after that they leave and he's at a loss now i I know he had to deal with that because adam lived for 930 years can you imagine living with the guilt and the pressure of this world seeing what he caused uh, by the decision that he made and uh he took that on but i thank god I believe God gave him grace. However, he still felt the loss of dominion. He was no longer a representation or representative of this earth. So Adam loses that. When a man loses his dominion, whether he loses a house, whether he loses a job, whether he has lost influence or even lost respect, I'm going to tell you, uh, when a man loses that respect and, and feels that loss, that pressure is on him real big. And, you know, sometimes a man has to have an ego just to get through that point of loss and just to be able to keep his shoulders straight and keep his head up. Loss of dominion can really cause anger in a man. It could really Go deep, and especially if it doesn't come from his family, if it doesn't, if respect doesn't come from his family, he's lost his house. Uh, He's no longer the leader of the house, or no longer respected as the leader of the house, or or even in his community. Uh, Once a man has lost dominion, that can cause some real bad feelings and cause some angry feelings. Um, Men can get angry at the loss of dominion, so that's just one way. A man uh, can trigger some things. If you go into the root of it, if you go into deep uh, into what's going on with a man, figure out what he lost. Guess what? Lost money, lost influence, lost a job, loss of dominion could really cause a man to be angry. Another reason uh, that I think could be number one too, but I'll put it at number two, resentment. Resentment of the past. Now, get this. Bad things happen in life, things that we just don't plan, things that we did not really come into uh, control of. We lost control of something. You know, we, we had planned our life to go a certain way. And, and some men more than others, they're, you know, we're, we're really uh, amped about being in control of our destiny and control of our day. I just talked to uh, someone who gets mad when he wastes time for the day. And, you know, sometimes things trigger in us, but resentment can happen for a few reasons. I've seen resentment happen in men because of what their parents did. Maybe their parents got a divorce. Maybe the father was not around and rejected uh, his son all through. Maybe his father did not know how to be a father and he has resentment. Uh, A man can have resentment to... Uh, something that was said to him. I remember I was looking at a documentary about Malcolm X, uh, who killed Malcolm X, and uh, what the narrator was saying is that when Malcolm X was a teenager, he told his teacher he wanted to be a lawyer. Now, yeah, as we know the life of Malcolm X, he would have made a great lawyer. Uh, teacher turned around and said, hey, you know, maybe you should try carpentry or something else with your hands, but that's pretty much not the path for you. Now, again, you know, Malcolm at that point, he could have made a decision to say, I don't care what you say. I'm going to be what I want to be. But sometimes we take in what people put into our spirit. We haven't rejected it. We've embraced it about our life. And, you know, they said that he started to live a life of crime. We know that he turned his life around. Uh, But, you know, we sometimes... Uh, let resentment take control, anger, and then eventually we change the course of our life. Uh, where it could have gone, it would go a little different. Uh, and and so sometimes we've looked into our past and said, man, you know, if my dad was there, I'd have better opportunities. If my mother didn't leave my father, then we'd be a family together and I wouldn't have to split time between my parents. Not Probably not understanding what mom went through with her dad, with his dad. Um, maybe dad had to leave, and you know the the son is angry. Whatever it is, it can really cause uh, some problems there. And you know what starts to happen is uh, a man starts to hold resentment, and it can take years as this man is going through resentment. It could go into his forties. It can go into his 50s if he has not resolved his problem, if he has not resolved his anger. I mean, he could be mad at the parents. He could be mad at his friend from back in the day, his teacher from back in the day. Um, And that can cause real big problems later on in a man's life when he's trying to start a family. And he hasn't gotten over what he's angry about in his past from his childhood. This is something that can be carried on for a very long time. So resentment would be a real big thing for a man. You know, how can a man get through a time where he starts looking back at how things started? Uh, man, maybe if somebody did something different, it, it, it would start for me. I get it. I understand it. I mean, I can look back and say, man, if, if, if so-and-so did something different, but... Then I realized, you know, my parents did the best they could. And I honored them for that because guess what? I became a parent and I realized some of the mistakes I made and what it can cause on my children. Had I just listened to good advice uh, a long time ago, maybe some of my uh, errors, some of my mistakes would have been, you know, uh, handled better. But resentment can be something that really goes into a uh, man's anger. Another reason is injustice. Injustice. I remember pastoring in Brooklyn and one of the things we had to deal with as clergy was the stop and frisk uh, policy by the NYPD. Of course, handled down, uh, handed down by the mayor of the city. There was a stop and frisk where a police officer can randomly stop a man and just, you know, put him against the wall and frisk him. Again, that also leads into loss of dominion. That can also be part of the resentment um, that triggers anger in a man. Man, you know, this thing happened to me. I was only 12 years old and this cop pulled me over and pushed me against the wall and, and violated me. I wasn't even doing anything wrong. And there could be those cases. I mean, there are cases that cops approached me as a teenager. It didn't go as far as that. But I understand the fear factor that happens during that time. And so you, you develop some kind of relationship with the police because you don't even have to be doing anything wrong. And, you know, things can really get out of hand. So when men see injustice in a society... Injustice in the policies and the system that is supposed to protect them. Yeah Anger can come out. I mean, that's why you have the angry protest and those aren't bad protests You know you sometimes you need to protest um, there are men who are just angry because society has not kept up its bargain, you know and And we as humans when we get power, sometimes we don't know how to handle the power that we've been given. We don't know how it's going to impact lives. Now, as a pastor, I made it a a large effort to work with the police department of my city to make sure that I have some voice, to make sure I have some influence so that if something does happen, hey, you know, I'm involved in creating the change. I've been on the streets with angry men, um, throwing chairs at police officers for Um, bringing out all the SWAT and all the gear. I mean, we were in Brooklyn, and uh, a kid had been shot. And uh, the community was angry. You know, they they said that the kid had a gun. You know, uh, we as clergy, we weren't necessarily there for, um, you know, we were trying to bring a balance. So we were there for community, but we were there to be a liaison between cops and community. Because it really gotten angry, it really gotten out of hand. Uh, uh, Community started looting other businesses, and you know this is what happens. You know, men get angry, we start messing up our own community. That's why I don't get, I don't understand it. uh, How men get angry and start tearing up our own businesses and uh, other businesses that other men have worked hard to build. We're getting angry at another man. Yet we're taking it out on somebody else. That's really what man does, um, you know, with God too. You know, the devil will cause us to do some foolishness. The devil will be the one instigating a whole bunch of stuff. And then we blame God for it. You know, that's just what it is. Uh, But I do understand, you know, men do not like to see injustice happen in their community. And there are men who are out there fighting. There are men who have gotten elected to office because they're angry enough to say something. They're angry enough to fight for what is right. So, uh, you know, uh, injustice is critical to making a man angry. And, and And I think that man has to continue to find creative ways to fight for justice in our communities. You can become the police officer. But don't take that angry behind. Don't take that anger behind the badge. Um, use that badge to do something good, to change society around, and and really help somebody else. And I and I've seen plenty of police officers uh, join and really do good in their community. So um, injustice. Uh, after a while, we were able to fight and address that. We put in a new mayor. Mayor de Blasio, we were able to stop, um, stop, stop, in frisk. And that went out the window. Uh, even though there's still some tension, there's still a lot of healing that needs to happen. Uh, all over the nation, we're angry because of injustice. We, we still remember names of Trevon uh, Martin. We still uh, remember Ferguson. We still remember... Uh, you know, every time we see George Zimmerman, he's, he's up there always causing some kind of craziness and, you know, it, it, it triggers a little anger in me, you know, I mean, just, I, am a little bothered with, um, the rhetoric he's putting out there after killing an innocent young black man, um, just for having a hoodie on. I mean, I love hoodies. I wear hoodies all the time. Um, uh, you know, the reality of this thing is, it's injustice to have a, a man, a young black man, be shot dead. And, um, you know, there's nothing we do about it or nothing that can be. But there is something we can do. And I believe that our voice, the angry voice, I believe the angry voice in a constructive way has made a difference in the laws in maybe having a police officer think twice, um, twice. But it's not going to solve all the problems. But it will create a lot of anger. And guess what? Um, Men have gotten angry over injustice for their community, over injustice for um, their jobs, or not being treated fairly. When you're just not treated fairly, uh, it's going to cause a lot of problems. It's going to cause a lot of anger. And we have to find a way to resolve that. We have to find a way to get through that. Another reason why men get angry is insecurities. We have plenty of insecurities. We're insecure about our body. We're insecure about our jobs or our finances. We're insecure, um, you know, about several things, but definitely uh, insecurities go deep within us, and then we have to find ways to. kind of rise above that so you know growing up I was a rap artist um wanted to get in the rap industry so bad and one thing I, I remember about rapping and uh I still like to get into it every now and then is that we always wanted to make ourselves bigger than who we are so through hip hop through lyrics we were able to uh, kind of rise above our insecurities we were this we were that uh, we were bigger than who we are. Our name symbolized something bigger than who we are, and we were able to go up there and spit lyrics. I remember Special Ed was one of my favorite uh, rap videos. He he had a video called "I Got It Made." Man, I mean, we we bought into "I Got It Made." "I Got It Made" was recorded in front of a high school. It was recorded in a junkyard. He's got it made. He's not talking from a mansion. He's not talking from uh, with a solid gold bone in his hand. He's not talking on any of his scooters, but he's got many scooters. He's got all that um, he's been talking about. He's got it made. And the reason why the song was such a hit is because it it kind of pointed man to be bigger than who we are. It was kind of our imagination, like, yeah, me too. And nowadays... Uh, they have the cars, they have the houses, but realize those houses are rented, those cars are rented. Some people probably ha- put their own car in there. I probably wouldn't wouldn't put a lot of my personal stuff out there anyway. Um, and you know we're gonna have to have a, a podcast just to talk about Pop Smoke. Uh, in in talking about putting stuff out there, uh, rest in peace to Pop Smoke, man. That was that's tragic. That hurt me. That hurt me right there to know that a young man, uh, with a lot of potential, because he was showing off his stuff, showed the address where he lived, and some thugs came in. You see that you know the people that killed him also dealt with insecurities in their life because if you have to rob another man for something that is not yours, and you have to deliberately go and steal from him. You've got a lot of insecure problems, and you're angry, and, um, you know, that's why coveting is like the foundation of the commandments. When you start to covet, that means that your insecurities are rising to a whole nother level. And what happens with a man, insecurities go into his marriage. Insecurities go into his job, and he might do some crazy stuff. You might do some crazy stuff on the job or in your marriage because you haven't dealt with your insecurities. And as much as I would love that women uh, support men and build them up and give them admonition and and would really uh, give them support, man has to really deal with insecurities. We have to learn how to really get through uh, that time of being insecure because guess what? It's going to cause a lot of problems later on, um, being insecure. As a matter of fact, get this. Angry men, we are the leading cause of death. Our leading cause of death is suicide. We are 3.5 times more likely to commit suicide than women. Um this is what our anger leads to and and really i i want you to as 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 the man who is dealing with insecurities i deal with my own insecurities trust me um when i do this podcast i probably do about seven to ten takes before i get it right to where i want it maybe that's perfection uh but i also have insecurities insecurities are people listening to me Is what I'm saying makes sense. I preach every Saturday, every Sabbath. I get up there, I preach, and I have to deal with my own insecurities. You know, when people say something to me, maybe it wasn't what they meant, but I might take it uh, another way. So I have to then clarify what somebody said, and then I have to realize I have to calm down because guess what? You know, my insecurities might cause me to be a little bit more intense. So, um, men, we have to deal with our insecurity. We have them; it's there. Uh, your sec- insecurity might be different than mine, or you might not. You might have dealt with your insecurity and good, but we are vulnerable. You know, we might talk strong, we might get out there and act strong, but you know, guess what? We have our insecurities that we have to deal with from day to day. Uh, my last one and fifth one is disloyalty or mistrust. Uh, When somebody has betrayed us, when somebody has uh, that should have been down with us is speaking against us behind our back, uh, it's pretty much men and women, but men, we definitely get angry because somebody is not loyal. And and guess what? Even uh, sometimes men will not be loyal, uh, but still expect loyalty. I'm going to keep it real. Uh, But that's what might cause men to be angry. Um, And in another podcast, we're going to have to talk about accountability, how to be accountable for the stuff that we go through. But I just want to uh, share with you that some of the anger that we have built out of resentment, out of loss of dominion, out of injustice, out of insecurities, out of lack of respect, they result sometimes in the drinking. They result sometimes in the smoking. Sometimes it's resulted in sex, um, in porn, uh, and of course in suicide. How do we get through this? How do we anchor through this moment? that we're feeling angry. You feel something boiling up. Even somebody, the, the person that can make you the angriest could be the person closest to you. Your spouse, your mother, your father, your, your sibling could be the ones to make you the angriest. Now, how do you get through that? How do you anchor through being angry? Well, first, uh, let me just relate the scripture to you Some people have heard it, some people have not. It's found in Ephesians 4, 6. It says, be angry, but do not sin. We're going to get angry. There are things that we haven't resolved in our past. And that is why when you uh, get with somebody in a relationship, you need to understand each other's past. You need to understand their family makeup, how they were raised. Because guess what? It's going to give you an eyewash into what issues you can have coming down the pipe. Now, we're going to get angry, and it's okay. Jesus got angry. He flipped tables. He was angry for the right reasons. He did not sin, obviously. He went to the cross as a sinless person. However, he did show bouts of anger. He even had to rebuke a few people that were um, causing injustice. matter of fact, Jesus did not like injustice to people. And so he went after the religious leaders that were causing most of the injustice on the community. It wasn't just the, the, the kings or uh, the rulers. He went after religious leaders. He was angry with them because of injustice. So how do you get through this? How do you manage uh, anger? You manage anger by um, being able to understand you're about to get angry. If you can know yourself, and you know, growing up in, in hip-hop industry, I always heard the term knowledge of self. Well, if you have knowledge of self, then you will have knowledge to know, this is a trigger word for me. Let me back up, let me go somewhere, or let me address this right now before it builds up in me and before I get angrier. Because if you allow things to build up, the anger will continue to build up. If you don't take time to process, if you don't step back and go to a place or have a friend that you can be accountable with, have a friend that you can vent to, have somebody else that's gonna hold you accountable to the truth, not to just your anger and not just, yeah, man, you're right, you're right, you should be angry. No, somebody who can calm you down. Because reality is, we need somebody who can make us relax and see it from a different perspective. And maybe if we see things from a different perspective, it, it won't be as much as, okay, anger is taking over and it's taking dominion. Do not let anger take dominion. You will get angry. There will be things, but there will be times where you have to say, hey, listen, let me call you back so I can just calm down for a minute and I can get back to my normal self. Don't stay in anger too long learn how to resolve it, move on. If you stay in anger too long, it's just going to eat you up and it's not going to resolve the problem. And the problem will continue to come back to you. So this is Dr. Phil 2. This is our episode on anger. There'll be so many uh, more episodes where we will talk about anger. We'll talk about accountability. We'll we'll, We'll help you get through But understand, you do have friends. You do have people who can give you that level head, who can get you in the right way. This is the podcast, The Anchored Voice, helping men to anchor life. Thank you for joining us and uh, follow us on uh, McGuireENT.com. Check out our website. Follow us, McGuireENT, on Twitter, on Instagram. Check us out on Facebook, McGuire Entertainment Group, and you'll be able to see us on YouTube, McGuire ENTV, McGuire ENTV on YouTube. So we want you to check us out and follow us, rate and share if this program has been a major impact for you. Thank you for joining us. I'm Dr. Phil Tu. This is The Anchored Voice.